You are journeying beyond your GPS right now. That's right, you're now entering Dreamland. Hi everyone, my name is Stacy Axler, and I am the host of Now Entering Dreamland, a podcast about dreams, sleep, and everything in between. Welcome back to those of you who have been to Dreamland before, we're happy to have you back, and welcome to those of you who are joining us for the first time. This episode is going to be a little bit different than the previous few installments of this podcast. I said this at the very beginning of the podcast, but I wanted to shift between interview-style episodes in which I interview people about their dreams and sleep, and if you're a fan of the interview style, don't worry, those will resume next week. Um, But I also wanted to intersperse those interviews with me talking about some of my sleep issues, because a big reason why I started this podcast was because I found it very interesting that I had so many sleep issues. And it's been interesting talking to people, finding out about them and finding out what we have in common. So right now I'm going to tell you about a sleep issue I've had since um, almost my entire life, frankly, and that is sleepwalking. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know then that I have been sleepwalking since I was a toddler, but for about eight years, ten years, I didn't sleepwalk at all. I don't know why. But from the time I was 14 to now, I've been sleepwalking pretty regularly. I would say the most I've been sleepwalking was from the age of 14 to 16. It started the summer before I started high school, which was in 2006, which I can't believe I can't believe I'm saying that because that itself was 14 years ago and it feels both light years away, thank goodness, I wasn't a huge fan of high school. I liked my teachers though. And also I was very active in the theater program there, which was fun. Um, But besides that, not a huge fan. Um, But it also feels both light years away, but also, you know, not too far away at the same time. But I remember the very first day as a teenager, I started sleepwalking. It was the summer before high school. I think high school started in about two or three weeks, if I'm remembering correctly. I went to bed as normal. Um, I had a room that I had. uh, My bed was across from the door. And my bed is still like that. I like to put my bed so I can face the door. And I remember going to sleep. And the next thing I knew, I was standing in the hallway of the upper floor of my childhood home and I didn't know why I was standing there. I didn't remember getting there. It was very late. I know that because all the lights in the house were off and um, it was just, it was very disorienting. I just didn't know what was happening and uh, my dad was helping me get back to my room because I was a little disoriented. I didn't know what was going on. And then in the morning I woke up and I talked to my parents about it and they told me that I had been uh, just walking around. I walked into their room and I was saying some incomprehensible things, including the fact that we were late, which didn't really make sense because it was the middle of the night. We were not late to anything. And I thought it was really weird. They said that, you know, I must have been sleepwalking and I didn't think too much of it. So I want to pause right here in my story about this and say... You know, for those of you who may not, may not know, you know, what is sleepwalking? Um, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's when you get up and move around in the middle of the night. Yes. So yes, you are walking. You can also be talking uh, while you do this, but you don't have to be. Typically, though, I am talking. And it's a very interesting thing, sleepwalking, because 
you know, it's not, it's very common in children. I don't want to say it's very common in children, but it's more common in children than I knew before I was doing research for this podcast. Um, but it's less common in adults. Most people who sleepwalk as children, they stop doing it as adults. So I'm one of those outliers where I started doing it as a child, continued doing it as a teenager, and now I still do it. That being said, I really, really was sleepwalking the most uh, around young teenage years, 14 to 16. At that point in my life, I would say, on average, I was sleepwalking about three times a week. I know that the summer before my sophomore year, when I had my annual physical, I talked to my uh, you know, pediatrician about it, and she indicated that, um, you know, I shouldn't be too worried about it. She even told me this story about how she had one patient years ago that would sleepwalk in the middle of the night, leave his house and get into his car and drive places. And he would wake up being in random parking lots and in stores and, and, and other places. So she told me that I should consider myself lucky that I wasn't doing that. And I agree because I think that sounds terrifying. But I think the, the other reason she told me that story was just to say, you know, even though you're sleepwalking and it is very disorienting, there is a part of your brain that's still in control. You know, you're not doing anything too wacky. You're mostly doing the things that you would normally do. After I was 16, I feel like I started sleepwalking about twice a month, which is still what I do. Around two to three times a month, I typically find myself sleepwalking. And the weird thing for me is that I won't always remember it. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I just know, hmm, I was sleepwalking. But other times I won't know until I find something wrong. So when I sleepwalk, I usually like to organize things, which is very frustrating because I like to keep my things in a very particular way. And when I sleepwalk, I move around all my stuff. So I don't know subconsciously why I'm doing this to myself, but... I know when I've been sleepwalking because I'll open my closet and all my pants will be in the wrong order. And yes, that sounds weird, but I do keep my pants in a particular order. I think everyone should, frankly. So for this podcast, I wanted to share three specific stories about me sleepwalking, um, which is something that when I tell people that I've been sleepwalking, a lot of people will ask me questions about it, and I usually draw from one of these three anecdotes. So I wanted to share those with you all today. That being said, I have a bunch of other sleepwalking stories, so I may make a whole separate series within this podcast just about them. But here are three stories. Uh, number one, a lot of people ask me if I've ever left my house while sleepwalking. And up until two years ago, I would have been able to confidently say no, which is great. The caveat to that is, though, when I was in college, I would leave my dorm room and go into other dorm rooms, but I think that's a little different. Uh, but two years ago, it was about 2018, I left my apartment. I totally left. Um, I was wearing my pajamas, and I walked out of my room, walked out of the front door of my apartment, walked all the way down the hall called the elevator, and I actually woke up because the ding of the elevator uh, startled me. In my apartment building, the elevator makes a very, very loud, purposeful ding, uh, very similar to other elevators, I would say, um, but I feel like my apartment's elevator ding sound is especially loud, and to that I say, thank goodness, because it, it woke me up, it startled me, and then I realized that I was, I was outside my apartment, 
and I knew automatically I knew where I was. I mean, my apartment building, uh, my, the carpeting, it looked familiar. I was like, okay, great. At the very least, at least I'm in, in a space I know, but, uh, I was, I was really disoriented for a second. My first, my first thought was, I was like, why am I here? Like, did someone bring me here? But no, then I realized I, I must've just left the apartment and it was very frustrating because I had never done that before. It was very disorienting. So I walked back to my apartment door, which was closed. And I had this moment of, oh my goodness, how am I going to get in? Because I didn't have my keys. I also didn't have my wallet or ID or phone. Um, so I was truly somehow in my sleepwalking state of mind. I thought it was a good idea to just leave, go out the door and without bringing anything that could, could assist me, uh, which obviously was ridiculous, but I got back to my door and I found that I had left it unlocked, which was very kind of myself to do. So I just went into the apartment, locked the door behind me and uh, tried to go back to sleep. But I was very startled. It was definitely difficult to go back to sleep that night. Another story I want to tell is about things I do while I sleepwalk, which uh, kind of similar to the story that I was telling earlier, I find like oftentimes I won't do things that I normally wouldn't do. So here's an example. Um, one day I got, this will sound weird, but just stay with me on this. I like hot dogs. And one day I got like four hot dogs and I ate two hot dogs uh, one day and I really wanted a third one, but I said no, I'm gonna save the other two for uh, for the next day But I was I was so I was torn about it because I really wanted this hot dog So and you might be saying what what is what is all the fuss? It's just the hot dog. Well, I think hot dogs are great. So I I don't know. I I don't have a sophisticated palate, I suppose, but I uh, went to bed and then when I woke up, I had a sense that something wasn't right. And again, this is one of the instances where I don't remember sleepwalking at all. Um, you know, I, I had a feeling that something wasn't right, but I don't remember the steps that I took while I'm sleepwalking. And it's about 50-50 for me. Half the time I do remember what I did, half the time I don't. So I had a feeling something was off. And then instantaneously I said, oh no, did I eat that hot dog? And then... I, I left my room, I went into the kitchen, and I saw that in the sink I had left a, a plate uh, that had all these like crumbs on it. Um, and then I looked into the refrigerator and there was only one hot dog left. So in the middle of the night, I had gotten up, gotten a hot dog, put it on a plate, ate it, didn't even bother to put the plate in the dishwasher, just left it in the sink, packed everything up, put it back in the fridge, and then went to bed. So I guess what I take from that is that I really, really wanted that hot dog, and I shouldn't deny myself when I want hot dogs. Or anything, really. I don't know. That's a slippery slope, though. Maybe I should just start with the hot dogs. The third story that I wanted to say, and this is going to be the last one for this episode of the podcast, is this is a story of an example that I do remember every single step that I took when I woke up. A big thing for me is time when I'm sleepwalking. I'm, I'm really afraid that I'm late for something. And this is a recurring thing back from the time that I was 14 to now, I always think that I'm late. So I woke up, it was about 3 a.m. 
And for whatever reason, I looked at the alarm clock and I thought that it said 3 p.m. And I didn't stop to wonder why it was still pitch black outside, even though it was 3 p.m. So I kind of sprang into action. I kept saying, I'm late, I'm late. I literally was saying, I'm late out loud, like in Alice in Wonderland. Um, I ran to my closet, I picked out an outfit, and uh, then I went into my bathroom and I started to take a shower. So I was literally showering and grooming myself while I was sleepwalking. I was still technically asleep at this time. So I got out of the shower, uh, I was fixing my hair, I was putting lotion on my face, I was doing my whole routine, and then I put on my clothes. And around that time when I was getting my clothes on to go to work, I really started to look at the window in my bedroom and just really noticed how it was just so dark outside. And sometimes I really struggle <laughs> reading uh, clocks. Um, that might sound weird, but unless it's a digital clock, analog clocks to this day still kind of throw me for a loop. I think I failed that unit in elementary school, but that's, you know, another, another thought altogether. But um, I just, I got out my phone <laughs> which has the digital time on it. And I saw that it was, at that point, it was about 4.30 in the morning. And then I Google, what time is it? Because I feel like that's an effective method. Google will always back up what I'm looking at. And Google said that, uh, you know, it was uh, 4, 4.30 in the morning. So at that point, I realized I had just gotten totally ready. I was, I was wearing my work clothes. I was all ready for work. So then I was stuck. I said, you know, do I just eat breakfast and continue on with the day and then get to work super early? Or do I lay down? I think I settled for just uh, chilling out on the couch, watching Netflix for a few hours, and then went to work at almost normal time. But, you know, it was really rough. I definitely didn't want to go back into bed after getting all prepared and dressed and everything. So it was a very weird occasion. So those are some of my sleepwalking stories, but I have far, far more to share. So if this was an interest to you, or if you think this topic is interesting, you know, let me know and I would love to do a follow up, uh, interspersing it with a few of these interview style episodes, which is one of my favorite things to do with this podcast. And that is the conclusion of the latest episode of Now Entering Dreamland. I hope you like it. If you are someone who sleepwalks and you want to share your stories with me, I would absolutely love that. So this podcast has a comment section and if and also a contact section. So if you want to share some of your stories with me, I would love to hear them. And if you're wondering, oh my goodness, what's next? This podcast is really interesting. I want to hear more. Well, this podcast has several parts. So live, I, well, it's not really live, but new podcast episodes, I should say, uh, come out every Sunday. Um, so if you like the podcast component, you can check back here every Sunday. Uh, the website Now Entering Dreamland also has a page of sleep resources. So it has a uh, definitions like a glossary of sleep terms so if you want to learn more about sleepwalking uh, sleep paralysis REM sleep that's all there I also on that website I started to detail a dream diary so whenever I have really vivid dreams I type them up and I put them in a dream diary and I publish it to uh, that website now entering dreamland.com uh, 
So if you're interested in uh, reading about dreams or my attempt to analyze dreams, that's the place to do that. For some reason, I haven't been having very vivid dreams the past five days, which is really weird. Um, not too sure why, but who knows? Who knows? It could be the time change is throwing me off or I really don't know. But anyway, hope to have a vivid dream that I can share there again soon. That's it for this episode. We'll see you next Sunday. You're now leaving dreamland. Have a good night.